Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello. Jamal's here. Hi, it's Stony. Hey everyone, welcome back to Thanks for Coming. We're the most magically gay podcast there ever was and ever will be. So welcome and we're here to slay. Yes, slay the day feeling extra sparkly. I hope you feel the same, listeners. Yes, girl, is top five and I'm so ready. So dazzled. I've got my good wig on. We're close to the finale. Yes, it's all coming towards an end, you guys. And we know the top four slash three. (laughs) (laughs) We know the top something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, you guys, um, obviously, we're here in the honesty segment to talk to you about episode 12, I think. (laughs) Yes, 12. 12. 12 um but before we get into that i just wanted to check in to see if there's anything that you guys wanted to update us on this week Ooh, any updates um we're still being safe and we're both still healthy knock on wood it stays that way in indianapolis um we've noticed some businesses starting to open up but of course um still trying to be responsible as we can and we started painting what i am now calling our parlor room because that's what it's going to be technically it's a living room but we're trying to make things a little fancy and you know just the way we want it in this new house so what you want it to be is not what it's gonna (laughs) be listen bitch yes it will i'm finding all the good artwork all the good paints if i could have someone paint for me that would be great i'm always so excited about starting the process And then by the time touch-ups arrive, I'm like, okay, can this just be fucking over? Like, this is why people pay to get this done. I mean, this time, though, it was weird because we've literally put three coats on this fucking, on these fucking walls. And it's not, like, finally the third coat, it was done. But we did primer, then an initial coat, and then it was, like, not good. And then we did another coat. So now it looks okay, but we still have touch-ups. So it's just super annoying. So the previous owners, I'm not going to take up too much of your time listeners. Cause we all know we're here for the Queens. Um, the previous owners of this house were just shit shows. Um, I doubt they're listening to this show. If they are, um, hi, you wrecked this place. Like <laughs> if, if they're listening, hi, Karen, <laughs> hi, Karen. <laughs> um, Nothing over the top, but like blue paint can be a little difficult to cover. So we learned that in the bedroom and we just started painting the bedroom with our desired color. And I spent way too much time going over edges like that paint should have been covered up. So we used the primer this time, had some weirdness there and was like, what the hell? We just painted every wall and it still looks like it's snowing. So, um... (laughs) What I mean by snowing is the little white parts of the primer breaking through the desired Uh, paint color, like off of the roller. So we fixed Mm. all of that today. So hopefully we can remove the paint, clean up the room again, and I can start decorating. I just keep thinking about like, cause you said you want it to be the parlor. Mm-hmm. And so I just keep thinking of like Jamal sitting in there, like in a suit and like with a glass of like whiskey or something. And there's like classical music in the background, just like uh, very smoky girl, and dark. What you I just want, wait for it. Like seriously though, one thing that I've always desired to have is like a Mad Men style, like whiskey bar where you just have a like, drink cart. like a, drink cart with like a giant bottle a glass bottle a a glass like crystal 
crystal thing full of whiskey and you just pour out your whiskey now yes and you have a houseboy to keep it stocked yes it is our <laughs> six <laughs> it is our six year anniversary so maybe next year we can hire um a whiskey boy to pour us neat, yeah. neat whiskey and aprons only in our parlor room girl i'm not paying anyone to do that <laughs> oh my gosh that's too funny but it'll be cool to have like a space in the house where people just can just kind of sit and hang out the tv is not the focal point we fucking hate that we're making our attic kind of like the living room media space so we just want like a nice room where we can hang out with our friends play games and we'll have all of our books and records on display and it'll be really cute i can't wait to show you I think we've just watched like too much HGTV because we love those, like <laughs> all of those like stupid house shows. But it's like, we do kind of want like a space where if like you have people visiting, you can like sit down and you're not like staring at the TV. Like you can actually sit down and have conversation yes. instead of like, oh, let's put something on the TV. Like you can actually like sit down and talk. So we both have dads with bad knees. So we'll have a smaller TV in the space, but it's going to be set up in a way that you don't know the TV is there. So get ready, girls. What if you called it like your foyer? Thank you for saying it correctly. And I would love that. Yeah. (laughs) Stoney, like, I think he makes fun of me inside. Whenever someone says fucking foyer on HGTV, it drives me crazy. I don't know what a foyer is. I have no idea what a foyer is. <laughs> is that a tool like that you use on one like the farm growing up, Stony? Like what the fuck's a foyer? I didn't even know what like I knew what a mud room was, but not a foyer. What's a mud room? That's where like you put all your dirty shoes and like when you come out from like working outside, you throw all your like nasty clothes like in that room. A rainy day, that's where you leave your soaking sloppy galoshes. You should just leave those outside. Don't be a dirty person. What the hell? <laughs> well, no, because it's like raining and it's like muddy outside. So you like, this is the room you take off all of like the nasty like shoes, the nasty jacket, that thing. And you we don't- I don't know. I don't go outside when it's rainy, <laughs> raining and muddy. So I really can't relate. <laughs> Same. <laughs> How about you, Seth? How's it going in the PDX? Um, you know, everything here is going pretty good. I'll keep it short. Um, so everything's going good. I'm starting my fitness journey. So updates to come. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Life's good. Just kind of the same old, same old. Okay. Yes. All right. Let's just get into the show. I'm really excited to talk about our top five slash (laughs) four. That's right. (laughs) Let's get into it. Honest Hey everyone, welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. Oh my gosh, you guys, we're here to talk about the top five. Yes, our top four fits. So pumped about it. (laughs) Yes, top four. (laughs) I wonder who it's going to (laughs) be. Yeah, so let's go ahead and start at the top of the show. Unfortunately, we had to say bye to Miss Heidi in Closet last week, and we're all still missing her so much. Pretty sour about losing Miss Heidi. What a presence on the TV screen. Like, Heidi's going to explode after this season. I know. I feel so bad that, like, her season aired during the coronavirus because I want to see, like, her so bad. There's a lot of these queens I feel bad for. (laughs) I did see Heidi has a European tour planned. Yeah, the girls are getting the numbers in line. You know, we're all hoping for the best with the coronavirus. And my gosh, it would be so fun to see any of the season 12 girls here in Indianapolis. 
Yes, I'm still waiting for all the freaking UK girls to come here. I know it's kind of sucks because like, I don't know, like I'm not the most like social person, but even me now, I'm like, I'm ready to like go to a drag show. <laughs> I'm really in too. Like I haven't gotten to explore the the Portland drag scene yet and it's just really upsetting me. Oh, that's right. You just got there and you can't even take a local sample quite yet. Uh, I miss my Seattle girls too. Uh, we're all hoping for the best. Stay safe and support your local queens online. Yes. I know every Wednesday, I'll just make the plug, but it's my favorite online Seattle drag show. Wednesdays at, it's either eight or nine, I forget. But if you follow the host, it's on Instagram live at the queen rowan r-o-w-a-n she is the host and it's every wednesday and there's lots of great queens um last week there's this queen called jane don't and she did this really (laughs) (laughs) this really fun fun performance with like a whole case of Lacroix, and she was just like (laughs) Like every time she wasn't singing, she was like chugging LaCroix. And it was like a sped up version of, I don't know. It was really great. And so wow. like she's just chugging LaCroix out on the front porch and like she goes out on the streets and stuff like to do her performances. It's great. Think about all of the like quarantine lip syncs. Like has anybody given us like a fierce Valentina moment and they're like, I'd like to keep it on please with their Corona mask in the streets. <laughs> yes so i don't know i i've mentioned a couple times on twitter so i thought i'd make the formal plug so wednesdays that'll be your fun online drag show to support local queens for me (laughs) that sounds fun i would tip a queen chugging lacroix me too all right let's really get into the tea all right so heidi's gone and uh the girls they return to the workroom and the power goes out (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. This is like some shit that would happen to us right before we pressed record. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Technical difficulties now. <laughs> I just wanted to hear like some Melissa Edwards voiceover like, hey, queens. <laughs> like like being creepy. At yeah. first, I thought it was like a twist, like some like RuPaul twist. But then I was like, oh, this is for real. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, the power actually did go out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this like an impromptu challenge? Like, do you drag in the dark and redrag for a secret challenge? <laughs> oh my god. You just hear like a struggle and then like Sherry Pie is not in the workroom anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the power goes out and they're like, Allison Mossy here. Oh no. <laughs> Category Take is Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> <laughs> I thought the other thing about Heidi's away message that I liked is that she signed her name as Heidi something. And I think that's a cute drag name. It is because, you know, think about it. She's been through such a journey. I still don't understand why Rue and the panel hate her name, Heidi in Closet. I think it's fine. But yeah, Heidi something's just as cute because it's been like a whole storyline of its own on the show. Can she just change it? To just Heidi. Just Heidi. Like, it's just Heidi and just Jan. Yeah. Because, I don't know, it's just like, why do we need to keep changing her goddamn name? Just, it's just Heidi, damn it. Yeah. The Heidi. The Heidi. (laughs) The Heidi. (laughs) I don't know, girl. So after that, uh, the gir- they get to go chat in the Untucked Lounge since the power's out. <laughs> yeah, the power's out everywhere else except the Untucked Lounge. What's going on, Rue? Pay those yes. bills. 
Because <laughs> I think the Untucked Lounge is in a different sound stage. Ah, uh, So okay. that's why they were able to go into the Untucked Lounge. Fair, fair. I'll shut up now. <laughs> um, so the next day in the workroom, Gigi is telling us that she is going to slay the competition again. But we've yet to see that come to fruition for a little while. So is Gigi all talk this episode? I kind of had like the edit to me was like speaking to me. Oh, was it now? So I was like going into it. I was like, I think Gigi might do really well on this one. I didn't think that she would because every week she's telling us how she's going to shake it off and do really well. And then she doesn't. Yeah. And, you know, the part of the confident part of me inside deep down inside i resonate with Gigi. she's like you know this is it we're gonna do it and this is just what it's gonna be i'm here to like snatch edges and take names but yeah i i could i would be remiss in um, disagreeing with you all because we've been hearing this from Gigi week to week and she's been kind of lukewarm so it's like are we turning up the heat or are we just saying it again? But we know she's fully capable. So all we can do is just sit back and watch. And you know, this just actually, this just came into my head. So maybe this whole speech that Gigi does is like when um, Crystal goes, I'm a great dancer. I'm talented. (laughs) I know to herself. I'm stealing that tactic. I'm just going to be at work working on Excel, just saying out loud. I'm a great dancer. I know. I wish I had <laughs> as good of a positive attitude as Crystal because damn, I don't know. Yeah. I just need to do more of that in my life. I aspire. I, I loved that little comment. I thought it was like, what a great like positive way to like keep yourself on track. Like I need to start doing that. <laughs> yes. More crystal isms for everyone. You're skinny. Food is gross. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I believed food was gross. <laughs> Gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, so then we get into the mini challenge, and this week we are celebrating Viva Drag Vegas. And the girls have to create a headdress and get into quick showgirl drag. That's right. We're paying homage to the um, Drag Race live show that was taking place in Las Vegas. At the Flamingo. Drag Vegas. (laughs) Which I'm very, like, sad about because I do want, like, I would love to do, like, a three-day weekend in Vegas to go see this show, especially because all the tickets are in Groupon, so it's, like, super cheap. (laughs) My fave is there, Naomi Smalls. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. What if we got to go and we got the Groupon for, for that, and then we went and saw Gaga again? I'd be broke, okay? And it's like the Flamingo. <laughs> so the Flamingo is like super cheap it's and you can cheap. just like go to this like cheap ass show and then like get free drinks at the Flamingo. <laughs> free drinks? Yeah. Be running between the stage and like the casino, like working the system, of course. We got to get our free drinks, but we can't miss the chance to tip Naomi Smalls right. with get our, a few like, 20s. Get our $50 flight to Vegas. Like it's <laughs> yeah. perfect. Spirit. <laughs> Spirit air. (laughs) Fuck spirit. Never again. (laughs) Never again. No more wire hangers. Ah! (laughs) So uh, the video challenge was really fun. I think that um, my favorite was Jackie. I liked hers a lot. She was really funny, but also looked like the most like professional. I agree. Jackie, she has her Jackie isms, right? Everyone's got their isms, but that weird sound she was making, it drew me me in yeah it's (laughs) it's like a mix of us and a pinch of alaska thunderfuck 5000 but in a jackie box (laughs) 
because I mean, you guys never get to hear this, but a lot of times with for the show, like me and Jabal would just be like, <laughs> just to get ready for the podcast, you know? So I really related to her little noises. Yeah, it drew me in. I don't know. Jackie is kind of hypnotic that way. I was pulled in and I enjoyed it. I thought Jada was really good too, actually. I like Jada and then Crystal's little flamingo look was cute. Mm-hmm. Jada's been knock like not knocking it out of the park but she's been showing fully that she is not just some look pageant queen like jada's funny i love jada she's like one of my fave queens for sure yeah i'm pulling for um jada but also like well we'll get into this later We'll talk about who we want to win later. Yes. Uh, I just felt a tangent coming. I'm so torn. <laughs> um, I mean, Gigi did also do a great job and she won the mini challenge. She gets to go all expenses paid on a trip to Las Vegas to see a now closed Viva Drag Vegas show with her mom uh i know hopefully um well i'm sure the show will keep the tickets and whatnot in place but as far as like the actual stage show goes who knows what's going on with that well i just thought it was funny that everyone would be like most people would be like oh my god i'm gonna take my girl jamal and we're gonna go to vegas but Gigi's like i'm gonna go with my mom <laughs> we're gonna tear it up no I- <laughs> like it is kind of like funny i don't want to make fun f- fun of her because of that but it is kind of funny to talk about it's just it seems like her her and her mom are just like this drag race duo or something like <laughs> well think about it like Gigi's mom has contributed as much time if not more on her looks than Gigi herself and I don't have anything against moms I feel like I could take my mom to Vegas and we could at least tear up three bars before we need an I app. mean it is kind of cool though because a lot of these queens have like just their regular like okay like i've been working with the designer and Gigi's just like i've been working with my mom that is sweet <laughs> yeah it's very like sweet and endearing yeah i don't know i was just like i just started thinking i was like is Gigi just like one of those like awkward people that like doesn't like flirt with people or like go on dates and just like sits in her room and watches her disney movies her disney plus now and... see that's your ratchet <laughs> side coming out because i thought about all of that i'm like if i'm in Vegas, Vegas, who am I trying to dance on and who am I yeah. trying to take shots with or when is the next trip to the dispensary but you know Gigi I think is just trying to show appreciation for the work that her mom put into the show as much as she has definitely I was just like oh Gigi like oh you, you uh, go girl that's all you can say ah <laughs> uh. yeah I was like that's it <laughs> mixed with a little um, shade ah uh. oh but then there's the shade <laughs> rattle afterwards wait yeah. let's try it Oh, the shade's coming from Gigi, by the way, if you weren't clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then they get into the maxi challenge. The girls will be performing songs from the aforementioned Las Vegas show, Viva Drag Vegas. And they also will have to write a verse to sing and a quick little rap. These challenges always prove to be a challenge to some, but I feel like we've gotten a couple recording opportunities on this season, so the queen should be pretty warmed up for this. Yeah, I guess this is... Is this the first time they actually had to like produce their own lyrics or whatever? I don't think... Well, in the first challenge, they had to write the Nicki Minaj rap. That's oh, what it was, I guess that's the very true. first challenge. And then the other one was the Chicago sort of cabaret one. Yeah, so this cast has been put on notice quite a bit with the performance aspects of the competition. 
Yeah. I mean, based on Sherry and Jackie reading everyone for not being prepared for the Snatch game, <laughs> you guys had all this time. You've had practice on your lyrics. Listen. <laughs> Shout out to the 5 0. What was that? There was a fire, girl. Oh. <laughs> the roof. It the roof. Like a the child, roof is on like, fire. Screaming. I don't like, know. Was that an ambulance? Was oh, it? That was just a woo, girl. <laughs> it is Saturday. <laughs> Ooh. So, um, they're doing this with Leland and his little sidekick that no one cares about. And Leland's like <laughs> actually like a really talented producer. He works with Troy Sivan and Love some Troy. other musicians. Yeah, I definitely recognize him and his work. So nice job, Drag Race. Yes. So we go into the recording session, and it seems like a lot of the girls are really uh, struggling. (laughs) This is the part of the competition, I think, where the queens definitely aren't thinking like, okay, I've already done this before. It's just all they have on their hearts and minds is this is a top five who's going on to the finale and whatever is thrown at me, I have to make work this week. Yeah, I I definitely think <laughs> this group of girls, I, I love this uh, group of girls, but they're definitely not the most talented singers either. <laughs> Girl, how the house down, okay? Or in some cases, dancers. <laughs> yeah, there, all. there's not a lot of great dancers either. We need practice, honey. <laughs> Off camera. <laughs> can we bring Widow back or... Uh... Listen, Widow can hit the eight counts. I mean, Heidi was a good dancer too, so I don't know. Yeah, right. yeah. My uh, my favorite moments in this were were Gigi trying to master like the kiss noise that made me laugh so much. And then when uh, Jada went up and they were like, actually, they would not let me record. <laughs> <laughs> I died because she. It's nice when you're able to make fun of yourself. It took me a very long time, specifically like junior high through high school, maybe the first year of college, to learn to laugh at myself. And it's just such an endearing trait. And it also keeps you in such a great headspace as an individual. Because if you can laugh at yourself, no one can bring you down. You're just like, I'm doing my best. You know, they actually thought I was horrible and wouldn't give me the microphone, but here I am. And that also kind of stood out to me with Ross, too. Like, when they were doing the critiques, he was like, all of my chins went like this or whatever he did. (laughs) He's sort of like, you know, poking fun at himself. So that's, yeah, it's cute. (laughs) It is cute. It is. I love, like, Jada's confessional where she was just like, look over there, look over there. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep going because we need a lot of confusion here. Girl, I am trash. (laughs) If there's any distraction, I will happily take it. Phone a friend, whatever you want me to do. Also, just FYI, I'm thinking about buying, like, a Jada look over there t-shirt. I noticed she's selling them now, so I kind of want to buy one. Yes. Oh my god. We need to set a drag race budget so we can order a new batch of t shirts. I, I want to order one of those. It would be so fun to wear. Like probably Pride isn't happening this year, but oh. like I'll wear it like <laughs> during the month of June. <laughs> I'm sad about it. I wanted to have my tits out for Pride, but you know, maybe next yeah. year. I'm still waiting for my Nikki doll shirt to come. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Um, all right. So back into the challenge. Um, the girls are back in the workroom and they're getting ready for the show and they're talking about their experiences over the season, like their first impressions and things like that. 
I like moments like this because I'm I'm just a big cheese ball. I love to like have the warm and fuzzy moments. If I have too much to drink and you're one of my like best friends, I'll probably like remind you why you're one of my best friends. So <laughs> I love this moment because it's just like a sisterly like hangout, kiki. It's not the final supper like oh my gosh one of us is about to die it was you know let's reflect on this great time we've had and celebrate each other and that's great to see i liked how um chris was like who do you think has changed the most over the season oh it was me (laughs) (laughs) that bitch knows (laughs) she's like yes keep that edit going girl although going up and up and up i feel like i need to rewatch the season though because crystal has always been amazing i think i just it took me a while because her first fucking challenge she did a freddy krueger look like what the hell like that was amazing right it was. Yeah. And that was still during the time where we we're getting to know the queens. And like what I've noticed most about Crystal is that she takes the notes and she runs with it. Like she's leveled up after every critique and we'll see if that keeps going to the finale. Yes, we will. Also in this segment, I liked when Jackie called out Gigi for wearing a costume in her entrance look. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bitch. We've been saying this all fucking season. That is right. All these looks, honey. The costume looks. like <laughs> She was like, what? That was a look. And it's like, no, girl. That was a costume. That was a costume. <laughs> You'd be the fiercest bitch at a theme party, but nice job. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be the fiercest bitch at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney World. Exactly. Johnny Depp's long lost sister. Yes. <laughs> so then uh in the segment, Jackie says that if they go by the scoreboard, her and Crystal are fucked. And what I love is that Crystal is like, no, 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 that is not my narrative here. <laughs> like I've been doing better and better over the whole competition and I won last week. <laughs> That's right, Crystal. You you take your flowers where they are deserved. You don't put me in no box, bitch. Just cause you haven't won nothing. <laughs> That's not my narrative. That's not what's going on here. I just won last week. <laughs> no, it was a that was a really funny moment. I appreciated that as well. Yes. Yeah, so then we're getting ready to get into the floor show and RuPaul comes out in a little black dress. Yes, Mother Dearest showing us all of her glory and glamour. I love this look. Full Scorpio power. Yes, every girl needs a little black dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now it's time for the performance. So maybe let's get into that. I don't know if this was like my favorite thing ever like it was entertaining absolutely but i'm not sure that this is going to be like one of the challenges that like we remember throughout the history of rupaul's drag race no it definitely wasn't like that memorable i think um i don't know it was cute and it was fun but it there was just nothing about it that like stood out it was just kind of like meh yeah. It was a little chaotic to understand as a RuPaul's Drag Race challenge. It was a little all over the place. I think what the show is trying to do is take those rusicals to the next level, but we have to think about the production quality well, and how it reads to the audience. And it, was, it was also kind of an advertisement, right? Like they're trying to showcase like this is what you're going to see at a Viva Drag Vegas or whatever. True. At Flamingo. That's yeah, true. That's Flamingo. true. So it's like... I don't know. Like they were trying to do like that because I think it featured songs from that uh, show, which but then re-recorded vocals, I guess. 
Yeah, it was almost like... That's the like, part that confused me. Well, it seemed yeah, like they were I'm doing confused. like parts from that show, and then the end was they all had their own like feature or something. Huh. But they were all singing the whole... All the whole time. I thought right. I was watching They were Drag singing Greece. the whole time, but like they, their own like unique lyrics oh, were at the end. I see. I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I follow. I follow. Back on yeah. board. <laughs> yeah, we're back. <laughs> Which I did. Uh, I did like the mirror song, like the first song, I think. Yeah. I, I was like, that yeah. was kind of cute. Like that song. It was cute. Well, I was getting very like Sandra D. I thought that other queens did better in the acting department. Like I didn't think this was Crystal's strongest moment. Jackie did very well. And um, we'll get into the results later, of course. But at this moment, I yeah. enjoyed. And Gigi did really well, too, actually. Gigi and Jackie were the standouts in the mirror song for yes. me. Because there was like the one moment where they like focus on Gigi and I was like okay bitch like she looks beautiful she's selling the emotion of her like little moment I was like all right like I get it (laughs) yeah and a lot of these challenges too is putting yourself out of that comfort zone out of that box because if either of us any of the three hosts of the show were to go into like an improv class like immediately what you're gonna do is shake it out and throw everything out the window don't care about how you look or how you sound or what you're doing everyone's there to kind of just have fun and be in the moment and I think that Gigi and Jackie were serving the emotion which you all know is a huge part of the drag performances for me definitely and I like actually the opening where they're all wearing their intro looks yeah yes oh, that was cool. i thought um i thought jada's entrance look looked a lot better for this challenge right? than as an entrance look it did it looks great on stage and also <laughs> i didn't remember it does <laughs> like did jackie wear that for entrance look i guess yes. i didn't remember yeah, it. she did yeah i remember that and crystal's like kooky clown look <laughs> yeah crystal's what she obviously fixed with that makeup. But I also love how Jackie just, she's out and proud with her heritage as well. It's teaching so many people on the Drag Race platform about Middle Eastern culture and just kind of that struggle with Middle Eastern views and lifestyle as a queer person. So I've just loved all of G- Jackie's looks, excuse me, and kind of what she's brought to the platform. And too, like as shady as we are, and a lot of the fans are towards the editing of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the messages that they're giving to people. I love it when like every time when they go to give Jackie her critique, she'll they they keep in her greeting in um, Farsi, the um, yes. Salam RuPaul June. So they could easily cut that out. They could cut that mm-hmm. out after the first couple times, but they leave it in. And I think that's really a testament to the show like showing their support basically yeah i agree 100 percent on that so i like that and then uh then later they get into their raps let's i guess talk i don't know i wasn't really blown away by anybody's but i think i like crystals the best i think we're just fangirls of crystal um i like crystal i like jada we knew Gigi was gonna flip the shit because Gigi's not good in the moment she needs to go home and practice all hours of the night so she can come back to the stage and slay it and then crash and that's what she did yeah i actually i like ggs i think that's the thing with Gigi is you have to understand that she's not somebody that's going to like get it right away but she's gonna probably like obsess over it and like try to perfect it and she always right. if you give her time she generally does a really good job so her process is different but she's going to deliver i think she is like people will underestimate her in that way. So I thought it was really, I thought she like slayed it. Like I thought she does such a good job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I agree. And also 
Jada, her her um, little verse came out really well. She was struggling in the rehearsal and the yes. recording, but her look was also so damn good. Like I loved her little golden um, green number. Hell yes, it was much better than Jada's um, past musical performances. The energy was there. I couldn't really tell like she was thinking about what was next. She let herself go, and that's what you're supposed to do because that's when you you know do the best. I also I liked um, Jackie's lyrics. I thought Jackie did a really good job on the lyrics. She had like that one part where it's like a really fast, like, really fast. Blah, 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 like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like it almost kind of reminded <laughs> me of something like um, from the read you wrote you kind of not as good, Ooh, but like no, um, something that like <laughs> like Roxy's verse. <laughs> girl no not not roxy's but like i'm trying to think it was like alaska's part of the song maybe i don't know yeah. okay i think i understand what you're trying to say now oh, i hope roxy um, listens to this episode roxy doesn't even know who the fuck we are <laughs> uh so um yeah, yeah, I, I did like Jackie's little verse there. It was like sort of like a Nicki Minaj-esque. Um, so maybe she did that as a way to sort of tie in from the first challenge to the finale. Mm-hmm. Could be. So, um, yeah, I thought the raps were overall pretty good. Um, Sherry just stood out at the end with hers. <laughs> Sherry was there, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't particularly find her Mae West uh, look stunning overly. It wasn't anything groundbreaking, okay? Like, why was her umbrella, like, handle so long? That's, like, not even practical. I don't know if that was a style reference. I highly doubt it was. Wait, are we talking about her look now, about the Mae West? Because I have something to say about that. Yeah, give us the tea, girl. (laughs) We're all over. Just tell us. As she was, like going down the runway with her fucking shitty Mae West look. I was just like, Alaska <laughs> did it better, bitch. Like, I was Whoa. just like, <laughs> Boo. don't even try. Yeah. Alaska did, like, I just actually watched the the All-Stars 2 um, Snatch Game the other day, so it was, like, fresh in my memory. Yes. I'm like, Alaska did it better, girl. <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is what else? What else do we want to talk about in this uh, little floor show? Oh, trying to think. This kind of ties into the judging, but I thought that like the looks for the most part were fine for the show. Michelle called out like Crystal's look for not understanding the color story or whatever bullshit that was. Girl, it was highlighter party fashion, and you put any of those neon ass colors together, and it's eighties. You should know, Michelle, you were there. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal's yeah. look was completely fine. It totally made sense. I have no idea what Michelle was talking Styled about. Styled proper. Like what's it's, what's the tea, Michelle? It's it's very crystal. This is like sort of a nod to her start on the show. It's, you know, that's yes. kind of like what she would wear at the beginning. Right. I don't know. All right, so it sounds like we're kind of ready to talk about the runway, so why don't we take a quick break, and then we'll get into a little bit more of a discussion about the looks. Sounds good, queen. BRB. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks, or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. 
you're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We're going to get back into this little runway discussion here. Um, One other thing I forgot that I wanted to mention when we were talking about the floor show is that you could tell Jada's like singing parts were (laughs) auto-tuned. Oh, I know. I was like, oh, Jada. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Leave Britney alone. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it in a bad way. Like, I was just like, oh, Jada. Like, she tried. Yeah. I mean, not all black people can sang the house down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not all white people can either, Ashley Simpson. (laughs) Well, there's that. (laughs) Neither... And they also can't dance, Ashley Simpson. <laughs> I will claim Aretha as my auntie as well as Shaka. I'm not saying I can sing like them. Yeah, <laughs> That's Jada. That's Jada. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, that's all I wanted to really say is, like, I noticed that they did have to auto-tune her a little a bit, but um, it wasn't quite T-Pain level, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Now, remember, T-Pain won the first season of Mass Singer, right? He did, yeah. So what? he can't actually sing. <laughs> yeah. Auto-Tune was just kind of a popular tool at the time when he came out. That's yeah. a whole other podcast. Yeah, he, like, ruined Auto-Tune. <laughs> <laughs> People ruined Auto-Tune <laughs> when they saw him using it. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about our runway looks. The category this week is... Eleganza, extravaganza. Yes, always a favorite because why? We get to see more of the queen's creativity and what they are serving, honey. Like now is the time for looks. I didn't feel like this was very eleganza for the most part. I felt like there was a lot of quirkiness and fun, but like like the actual challenge, I feel like that didn't happen. This (laughs) runway is very much like prom. So like think about high school prom, y'all. Like everyone's supposed to be in suits and stereotypically speaking, everyone's in suits and long gowns. But as the years morphed, you know, particularly in the Laguna Beach and the Hills era, it looked like girls are starting to wear cocktail dresses guys are being a little more casual with their suits so this is how that runway felt to me it wasn't like extravaganza it was more of a ruins everything it was (laughs) (laughs) so what i'm hearing here maybe is that the category you guys saw is best drag best drag exactly it wasn't an extravaganza or eleganza particularly it was just an opportunity to see for a last chance who are you as a queen who are you as a contestant and yeah i thought jada did eleganza but everyone else was just kind of like Girl. whatever bitch i'm doing my own thing yeah jada, <laughs> jada served eleganza for real i wish i could fit that gown yes um well let's go through the queens you know we'll discuss each of their different looks um let's go ahead and we can start with crystal method I thought that it was really impressive that she found an outfit that matches my body shape. So (laughs) I wasn't sure what was going on. I thought this is like maybe Gumby's like a hot older sister. Like I wasn't sure of like the body shape. I felt really represented here, you know, (laughs) but you know, 
this is a thing with Crystal. You, she comes on the drag drag race stage and runway, and there's always like five to seven good seconds where you're like, "What am I looking at?" <laughs> and then it all, <laughs> and then it all sets, and it's like, okay, I see the way the garment's moving. It's a bodysuit, but it's not. There's shape. There's different shapes. I thought she looked like a drag race Crystal gem, and I was just loving it. They're just, I don't know, I. I enjoyed it, but there's something about like all the velvet was driving me crazy. Like because it's a texture thing. The shoes were velvet. It's almost like eating like putting like a like a kitchen towel in your mouth or something that bothers what? me. <laughs> like <laughs> why we why are you putting the kitchen towels in your mouth, girl? Think about it. If you put a kitchen towel in your mouth, like like it what? ruins everything. Like this is why Stony doesn't do dishes. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what you do in the kitchen, but that sounds like no, it's a like, private. Have thing. you ever bit down like on a kitchen towel? Like it like it ruins you. Like I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like it. <laughs> It sounds awful because the only time I've bitten down on like a towel or a rope is if I'm literally being tortured, like getting stitches because that shit hurts. No one understands what I'm saying. Like I can't explain it. Just hear the words is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, we hear you. Yeah, we heard it, girl. <laughs> but I'm just saying there's a lot of velvet in this. And I don't know. This is not my favorite crystal look. And I love crystal. I'm not like bashing her. I'm just saying it's like. It was different. It reminded me of like the blueberry from Willy Wonka. Think about it this way. I think what Stoney is trying to say is kind of like the velvety kind of texture and the way that Bothers played me. out on the <laughs> runway was kind of like how cardboard rubbing together absolutely horrifies me. It's the worst <laughs> sound in the world. It makes me feel terrible. So maybe that's how Stoney yeah, felt about velvet the velvet. Makes me think of like eating a kitchen towel. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Crystal just like sitting on a crushed velvet couch in that outfit? She would go fly, girl. Ah, she would take off. <laughs> and the makeup was beat. Like the hair choice was great with the turban. Everything red, correct. Good job, Crystal. I did like the, the blonde hair coming out of the blue velvet thing. Platinum, darling. I, I think Monet left that in there after All Stars 4. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I liked it. I like this look. Very crystal. It's like elevated crystal. Um, I liked her blue beat. She's almost like the genie from Aladdin, like the yes. uh, Will Smith version. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, I still need to watch that movie. Yeah, girl, get into the gig. It's, you know, great with the part where he's like, welcome to Miami. Uh-huh. I watched yeah. it. I like that part. Without me? Yeah, I watched it at work, bitch. Oh. <laughs> Um, so let's go ahead and move on to gg good aladdin's my favorite by the way so yes i did gg (laughs) holy shit never been kissed realness like this look like say what you want about gg that bitch did this okay i was getting a few different references on the fashion front but it all flowed it worked it was kind of reminiscent of heidi's black wedding look where it was a gorgeous gorgeous black gown but there were a few different elements happening so with Gigi we had the kind of classic ruffles of that time we had like the skirt with the long train in the back the hair was correct the headgear was the cherry on top I read and bought the story for me this I love this look because immediately when this she came out I was like never been kissed that is one thing like 
um, when Jamal and I first started dating, I didn't even realize that he was also a fan of Never Been Kissed. Like, I loved <laughs> this fucking movie so much yes. when I was, like, I in my it teenage so many years. Times. I saw it in the movies. I was like, this is Never Been Kissed. Like, the headgear and everything, all I needed was a little bit of drool coming from it, but we didn't see <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> or, or an egg landing on your chest <laughs> yeah. and forehead. But this was amazing. I am so glad she did this. And, you know, I've been kind of like shitting on Gigi here lately. And she really pulled it out on this look. I loved it so much. We've just been kind of bored with Gigi, right? But she reminded us why we should not sleep on her. And in the challenge too, but definitely yes. In this look on the runway, um, you know what this reminded me of? Katy Perry's last Friday night music video. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, that's a good that's a good reference as well. That was a fun music video. Yeah, the, with the Aaron headgear. Perry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you, Lord, for having me play trumpet because I never experienced the brace life. Right. Um, <laughs> um just funny story real quick yeah. that whenever I was I had to go to like the dentist in the eighth grade. And I think I've told you about my dentist before. Like he was like super like old school and like didn't use gloves. Oh, um, the receptionist yeah, was this. like her, the receptionist was like his wife. And she was like, I think like, so my teeth were like super fucked up in like the eighth grade. And she was like, I think you're going to have to like get like headgear or something. <laughs> no, like, no, bitch. Like I'm not getting headgear. How but- terrifying, especially being an eighth grader in Southern Indiana. Yeah, yeah. With headgear. Yeah, that Girl. didn't happen though because like it's not the 1950s anymore. <laughs> so um, there was no headgear that had to happen. Good, jeez, Louise. <laughs> Close but- call. But uh, yeah, no, I love the 80s notes too. I really like that part about her look too. I love the 80s prom sort of look. You know. Hmm. Um, let's go ahead and move on to Miss Jackie Cox. Jackie, uh, I'm so extra. Uh, most of you have probably figured this out by now. I would wear this to like the grocery store. Like <laughs> I'm just here for some heavy cream and some Brussels sprouts. This is my everyday gown. I would wear this in the mud room. <laughs> oh yeah, then I would definitely. stay clean. <laughs> no, I definitely like wear this going clean. outside and getting all muddy. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone goes out into the gets all muddy and I'm in the mud room in this dress. Hell no. If you got a piece of mud on this gown, I would street fighter kick your ass in this gown. Okay. Um, I don't know. Tool and all. Also like Michelle's comments about it were so confusing because she's like, there's a lot going on there. So I'm like, bitch, are you saying it's a bad look or are you saying it's good? Because it looked fine to me. Jackie's description was on point. It was Andy Warhol polka dots and that pattern was just gorgeous on that gown. Yes, it was classic Dior. We've seen the silhouette on Gigi a couple times, but it's nice to see it from Jackie because this is a queen that has shown us that she is era specific, but she's also not afraid to explore other eras. And she really brings a fashion story to the competition. If you watch Jackie from start to end, Gigi is kind of the fashion queen, but Jackie's also telling a huge fashion story on the show season 12. Definitely. I was also a little bit confused about Michelle's comments. I couldn't tell if she's trying to say that was a bad thing or she's just trying to prove her intelligence. Maybe a little bit of both. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> she hadn't, she was just like, grasping at straws basically well that's what she does best well since she's lost her titties anyway maybe it's like messing with her drag race mind a little bit (laughs) (laughs) don't be rude 
I love Michelle. We all know I love Michelle. I'm just calling T. 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 <laughs> but um, no, I love this. We have the blue hair and it matches. I don't know. This is a really good look, I think. Very Andy Warhol meets fashion. I mean, what, what else can you say? It was perfect. That's it, exactly it. Beautiful. And then we have Jada Essence Hall. What do you guys think? My queen just coming to America straight off the fashion boat. Like, oh my gosh, this is just gorgeous. If if you have not seen Coming to America, check it out. This is kind of like the same kind of hair influence as um, Eddie Murphy's character's potential bride wore. And this gown just fit Jada like a glove. I am partial to gold. I'm slightly allergic to silver, so I don't have a great relationship with those colors or metals, but I just love a gold. Why are you eating silver? Listen, I tried when I was four and it was terrible. My throat swelled up. It was all kinds of shit and drama. (laughs) But no, this, all of the shenanigans aside, this look was gorgeous. It fit Jada like a glove. We know she's going to give us a full look from the bottomest of her hair to the tippiest of her toes. And it just served. Like, Jada does such a good job. Like, is she, like I don't know if I'm being just, maybe it's like the current season or something, but like, she is literally the best glam queen I've ever seen. Like, gorgeous. She just does it so well. Without it's weird blinking. because it reminds me, she reminds me, I don't know if this is a good comparison or not. Like, tell me if I'm wrong, but she kind of reminds me of Chad Michaels in a way that she is a very like traditional queen that just, she does just like a good job of, like, I am a drag queen, and she just does it perfect. I feel like that's come up on the show before. Like, Chad isn't, like, somebody that's, like, oh, Chad does all these amazing things. It's just, like, Chad is, like, a complete package, just like yeah. Jada is a complete package. Not only can Chad do a great share, Chad can also do great drag. And Jada has shown us that as well. Okay, she's not a character drag persona, but you're going to get good quality drag with a nod to the old school queens but also paying homage to kind of more modern drag did you guys check uh did you guys see her little rupaul impression on the runway oh i must have missed it it's not coming to mind right now she did the little like when she hit like her little spot she like did the hand raising like you know how rupaul does oh yeah because oh yeah like laughed at that right yeah Ru laughed I was like, oh my gosh, Jada, that's so smart. What the heck? I also loved when she was like, when Rue was like doing the elimination part and she was like, thank you, Rue, for like showing like a black boy that can be anything, even if it's a black woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So yeah, snaps for Miss Jada. Doing great. All right. So then um, we get into it and... Gigi Good wins this challenge. She wins. Um, Well-deserved. I know that we've talked a lot on the show. Um, new listeners, if you're new to the show, we talk a lot on the show about representation and what that means for Drag Race and through kind of like the viewer's lens. And you know how we all feel about another kind of Twinkie White Queen winning. But, I mean, Gigi did it this week, and it was good. I'm not going to shit on Gigi because she happens to be a white queen, but she's doing the work and it's, she's making the competition hard. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, we have to give her props. Like we can't just be haters, you know? So when, when Gigi does a good job, we'll tell Gigi that she did a good job. And this week she did good. You know, she's been struggling, but this week she didn't, she did a good job. 
She so. actually meant what she said this week. No, I mean, she <laughs> deserved it. She slayed the challenge. She did good. Like, mm-hmm. her runway was amazing. So, like, props to her. Like, she was really good. I mean, she struggled the past few weeks. But that's just a reminder this season is so hard because a lot of them are so good. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to pick who's the best out of these. I think I, I think it's just, like, preference at this point. Like, right. Who do you like the most? And it's going to be come down to who does Rue like the most, honestly. And it's really tough on top of that because with all of the kind of social social aspects to think about, like these queens are turning it out and they are showing up and doing the work. So that's one thing, listeners, if we're being completely like viewers, supporters of the show, we... Not putting all the important issues aside, but we're going to recognize good work where it's deserved. And this has been a very strong cast. And for Gigi, that's kind of like the double-edged sword of starting off very strong. You're going to either keep it up and you're just going to be the person to beat. We're going to get that boring Survivor season right where we all know who's going to win. But, you know, she had her lukewarm moment and that gave the stage to other queens. So this has been a really tough call to make personally who we think is going to take the crown. I will say I was completely wrong about this season. When we first started out, I was like, I'm getting season seven vibes. <laughs> I was no. complete, too. completely wrong about that. Same. I do think there were some like weak ones in the beginning. And I think I was a little like annoyed with the whole Sherry Pie situation. Yeah, oh, completely. Um, But yeah, these queens like are pretty good queens. Yeah. I- I'd like to think that we were motivating Gigi to do better um, with our critiques. <laughs> No, I, I think we are. TFC is really good at not citing. There are so many online personalities, blogs, podcasts, other things, shows that just shit on queens. But we, in my opinion, listeners, you can tell us if we're wrong. <laughs> um, we give all the queens a shot. You know, shade and sass aside. Yeah, we might read you one week. But if you do a great job, we're going to praise you as well. We're all for people enjoying drag and for people succeeding. So this is no different. Right. And with this tough competition, there had to be a bottom two. And when I saw that it was Jackie Cox and our favorite Crystal, I was like, oh, my God, Crystal's in the bottom. SOS. What the hell is going on here? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know, though, because it's kind of like, how could you send Crystal home? Like, Jackie, as much as I love Jackie, she's just not as top tier as the rest of them. I don't, I don't feel like or has not had the track record. As she doesn't the rest have of the them. track record. Yes. Jackie's a great queen, though. She didn't have the success the other queens had on the show. But I don't think that she's necessarily any worse than the. Well, she's definitely not as bad as Sherry Pie. I think. But- <laughs> I think Jackie Cox has like a high floor, right? Like she's not bad, and she's never going to be bad. No, but like her highs have not been as high as it some just of wasn't the others. enough to get ahead. Yeah. Right. And and everyone can't win the show. <laughs> right. right. I mean, yeah. So like, you know, it's just like the little things that are going to bring someone down. And unfortunately, this week it was Jackie and the fact that she had to sing to Pitbull. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, straight up listeners, I was not sure. Like, because Crystal and Jackie both give comedy tea when they're doing their lip syncs. We haven't gotten to see Crystal lip sync at all. 
I thought that Jackie started off more strong with her energy and I love how she throws in kind of like the traditional Middle Eastern dance moves. Like I love, love, love seeing that. But I wasn't sure if what Crystal was serving was going to be enough. But of course it warmed up and both queens really did a good job on the lip sync well also too rupaul loves when they're self-referential so then when yes. um when uh, crystal started doing the uh phenomenal phil, phil dance moves <laughs> she was like all right yes like crystal gets it you know so i think that's why she kept her but that's not to say that jackie really she fought in that lip sync it was she a really did. good lip sync Jackie, yeah, she like took her shoes off. She took her bracelets off. She was like, let's fucking go. Listen, black and brown move. She came out those shoes. That's when you know it's getting real. <laughs> For real. So, um, yeah, this was a good lip sync. I hate Pitbull. Um, no disrespect to <laughs> yeah, J-Lo. This song... This song- not a good song for the finale. It's Just, not. It's not a good way. lip sync song, girl. I love J-Lo, but we could have done something different. It, yeah, can we get the always... J-Lo only mix? <laughs> I can remember we pay for Destiny's Child already? There was a time when I listened to the radio. This actually is one of the songs that made me stop listening to the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Pipple Ouch. is like the trash that like you just can't throw away like he just ends up on everyone's songs and you're like oh god pitbull because they would play this song all the time on the radio and it's like fuck the radio and this is like when um like like podcasts started becoming a thing or like yeah you could actually stream things i haven't listened to public and radio I was just in like, years fuck all this i'm not yeah. doing this fucking song anymore yeah, Indy, I'm, like, I'm going on the ceiling it. now. I'm going on the ceiling. <laughs> what do you think about that, J-Lo yeah. and Pitbull? Yeah, <laughs> and if it's not on TRL, I'm not listening. Betch. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I could go on, and I'm sure Jamal and Sony could too, but in, um, in consideration for keeping this podcast a reasonable length, I'm going to go ahead and throw it to Stony to talk to us about our fantasy league and he will update us about hopefully me catching up <laughs> dun, dun, dun. yes girl so this was an interesting week because we had three girls make the top three um yes. so that gave us a lot of points 40 points each and the Woo. interesting thing is yes. we all each have one queen in the top three miraculously because oh, yeah. last season really you cool. didn't have one at all right Right. (laughs) He was not invited to the party. (laughs) So I'm really like happy because like this seems to like we did really good on the draft this season, even though Sherry Pie like ruined my whole fucking thing. So you would have gotten extra 40 (laughs) points, though. (laughs) I know. Right. Damn it. (laughs) So I would. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not going to like whatever. So in the lead, Jamal's still in first with 365. No. Yes. I am slightly behind at 320 points. And I'm at the McDonald's down the street. <laughs> and Seth is in dead last with 290. Woohoo. Bring so, up the rear. <laughs> so Seth is technically like 75 points behind the first place winner. So can Seth win? Yes, because if <gasps> Crystal wins the show... Crystal actually that means Seth would get 80 points oh my god and Miss Congeniality too gets 40 points so like there's a lot of like play here and I feel like Crystal or Heidi might win Miss Congeniality I just want to make sure you put in my points for Crystal winning the lip sync no I did okay like all right just what I just got it's great I gotta go whatever I can get here (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Has there ever been a miscongeniality that's one miscongeniality and the show? No. No, never. I feel like Crystal might be the first one that could do it. If Crystal wins, it's a very good possibility she could be the RuPaul's Drag Race calendar girl and take both ti- both titles. I guess we'll see. Also, um, well, thanks for the update, Stony. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> um, so I'm winning. <laughs> don't remind me. <laughs> so um, then, moving on. Normally, we would talk about Untucked here, but really, there wasn't a lot to get into this week. So, I mean, we've kind of been talking about it. So, you guys think that? So, I guess Stony thinks crystal's gonna win maybe uh i don't know i'm kind of torn i feel like i think it's between crystal and jada honestly i feel like i would be happy if either of those happened i'm kind of more rooting for crystal i think but if jada won i wouldn't be upset either i will say that of course i'm on the crystal train i've just loved and enjoyed watching crystal this whole season and her whole glow up so i would love to see crystal win i would also love to see jada win because that's just kind of like the queen that i connect with the most outside of us both being saucy black queens i feel like that's more of my personality that's my speed i love the glam i know that jada can turn out a lip sync and she's earned it so i feel like i would love 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 to see jada win um then crystal but if Gigi wins you know what whatever she's been putting up a fight i'm not gonna be mad at that um Reynolds might Reynolds voting for Crystal I think or I'm sorry Gigi <laughs> I think he's voting for Gigi but yeah you know honestly if any of the queens won great but yeah. I'm pulling for Jada or Crystal Jada a little more yeah for sure I mean and I, I think I'm somewhere in the in the middle of Jamal and Stoney because while I want Crystal to win and I think that she is my queen, um, I think that realistically Crystal will fall and will be the first eliminated. Yeah, if we're being real. Yeah, just being realistic here. I think that um, she will be eliminated first, unfortunately. She's in my heart. She's the only one left on my fantasy team, but... Um, I think it's going to be between Gigi and Jada. And out of those two, I would hope for Jada to win. We've been doing this for a bit now. It's going on. Reynold! My God. (laughs) Reynold is really not feeling it right now. Are we done? Like, are... Okay, so again, showing (laughs) how the past owners of this home are just completely, like, not in it to win it. They had a package delivered to this house we moved in in october so that was the interruption because homegirl amy had to come and get her fucking package probably from crate and barrel but girl you're you've been in a new address for months let's get it together right and now i'm getting back to the show (laughs) So, so i mean that's just how i feel too as well as seth does i feel like crystal might be the first out in the finale but with all that being said, I just loved watching her journey. We know she's going to do well on the show, and we might be surprised. You know, let's see how the cards fall. Right, because she has been on an uptick. Um, yeah. Crystal, I mean. And uh, Jada was in the bottom last week. Yeah, she was in the bottom last week, but Jada and Gigi both have um, wins and drive as well. And, yeah, Jada and Gigi have lots of wins and lots of being in the bottom. <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. It's It could be anybody's game. We'll see. Well, stay tuned. Uh, next week we have the reunion, so uh, 
we'll zoom in with that one. Yeah, we will all be zooming in. Um, Seth and I are in talks of going live on Instagram with you all again, just to kind of bring that back to life as we get into season five. So be checking our website and socials for updates regarding that party. Yes. Um, Other than that, we uh, thank you all for sticking with us for another fun season. And uh, so we'll have a couple more episodes for you just to sort of tease you again. um, So this Thursday, we'll have our last Celebrity Drag Race episode um, with We're Here, of course. And Mm -hmm. so then next week, instead of doing the normal Celebrity Drag Race, we're going to do a Meet the Queens for Canada's Drag Race. Yes, Queens, buckle up. There's no sleep for TFC. Yes. So stay tuned for Canada's Drag Race. And yeah, so I guess that's about it for this week. You guys will be back next week with the reunion. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find all things Drag Race and TFC pod at thanksforcomingpodcast.com. And happy sixth year wedding anniversary, Stoney. Love you lots, but not too much. Love you, girl. Love you, mean it. (laughs) You can't love them too much or they get too comfortable, you know. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. All right, you guys. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.